Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. Notice if you're expecting something. Like words. Coherency. (laughs) Notice if you're creating meaning. by telling yourself something. Just listen. and let yourself dissolve. Just breathe. And let yourself dissolve. Just see and let yourself dissolve. Just sense and let yourself dissolve. Learn to trust life itself. And let go. Let go of holding on. Let go of pushing 
forward. Let go of pulling back. On your mark, get set, stop. Just learn what patterns are in the way. <clears throat> learn means be attent attentive to. Awareness of just the patterns that are holding on, holding back, pushing away. In a sense, we're not really learning the way because there is no way. How could there be a way to hear? But there is a way to arrive fully here. And what we learn is to bring awareness to what's in the way of being here. Awareness, it's like, awareness of what's in the way is like taking an ice cube and dropping it into a warm glass of water. It just returns back to its original nature. Because the ice cube is water. Just a little chilly, a little contracted. So you warm the ice with your attention. That false sense of self, of being somebody. <clears throat> and it starts to dissolve, open. And then there's just presence. and the 10,000 things, as the Tao says.
But when there's no self, there's connection. There's connectedness. And that connectedness is the learning force of life. Miraculous learning force of life. We're just, we're, I don't even think we're in the infancy of discovering it. We're barely on in the infancy of discovering it. But you are discovering it. And being healed by it, guided by it, transformed by it. Into the realm where you're truly happy and creative and engaged. So in some ways you could say that what we're doing here is just very basic self-healing. Participating in natural self-healing. And the side effects are enlightenment. That's just a side effect. nice, but it's importance needs to be understood in the context of the whole, not as a solitary achievement like free soloing El Capitan, even though that was pretty amazing. If you haven't seen that film, <clears throat> wow. I was totally fascinated watching it. In case you don't know what it is, it's a, a guy who can climb vertical rocks with no ropes or anything. And he did it up El Capitan. And it was filmed in this whole documentary. But I think there's a lot to learn from watching it. What does it take? What did that take? how extraordinarily present you have to be. Unbelievable. Incredibly aware in every possible way. 
Otherwise, you're dead. <laughs> it's like he choreographed the most complex ballet in human history. And every micro, micro movement was essential. And any slight deviation was death. That's pretty far out. And what you're doing here is the same. <laughs> exactly. Of course, he didn't have. He doesn't have an active amygdala. Is that it? What it's called? Which most of us have. So there wasn't any fear. <laughs> we'll see if he comes to Satsang. But the discipline, the intention, really amazing, actually. And such a light being in some way. I just really was amazed. Something about that. You know? <clears throat> I really, really felt for all the people around him, especially his girlfriend, and like, oh my God, to have to <laughs> be a part of that. Knowing. What could happen? And yet, when you face the infinite, there is the fear of falling into an abyss. And it's tremendous. And it's very much a part of this journey, usually. fascinating thing about him was that it seemed to be a kind of not really caring in some way that that could happen. It didn't matter. That's interesting. And I think when you're desperate for freedom, which we all are, because you wouldn't be here otherwise, you have to be desperate for it to put up with this stuff. You know? Because <clears throat> it's so difficult. To let go of our, to, to let the self, self dissolve. That's hard. That's very scary stuff. Maybe desperate's too dramatic a word. Maybe not. We'll take a survey later and see what you think. <clears throat> I was. It was that or, let's just say, unbelievable unhappiness.
my mother used to say, if there's a will, there's a way, honey. And of course, I believed her. And that was helpful to a point, you know, having will, having intention, having clarity of intention. But you come to a point here in this where if there's a will, there's no way. <laughs> and when you hit that wall, also known as the dark night of the soul, you have to give up your most cherished identity. And that's the one that has all the spiritual beliefs programmed into it. You know that one? And you're going into the unknown where no one has gone before, in a sense. Into the abyss of the unknown. And as I experienced, certainly that first major shift that I had when I was young, somehow I knew that I might die going through whatever I had to go through that night. And something in me was completely ready for that and knew that that was okay. That if I had to die, it was worth it. Well, that's what I meant by desperate. That you have to give up completely and surrender completely. And that brings up the fear of death. Truly, not a concept. It's really when you're deep in terrifying, can be. But you know what it is? It's just the bud of the rose opening so the flower can bloom. That's all that is. And then it's, oh, wow. Ah. And once you've had the aroma and the fragrance fill you of the divine, there's no going back. Even that idea is so linear. It almost implies like we're getting somewhere. But that's how our minds think. And that's how relative functioning works. On a relative level, yeah, we are getting somewhere. <laughs> we are accomplishing things. We are achieving our goals or not achieving our goals or trying to anyway. Or trying to find out what they are.
the challenge for me being here with you is to let you know somehow or help you discover if you haven't already that whether you know it or not you truly have what you need to find your way and be fulfilled unconditionally regardless of conditions I don't know if it's possible to really teach that, except to have you find out how it works within you right now to open into profound being. And to continually open into that and continually discover what is being shown to you. So that you're just like the guy going up El Capitan. Who showed him how to do that? Who showed the Buddha how to do whatever happened to him? You know what I'm saying? Go no further than where you are to find the truth. The truth which is not a thought or a belief, but rather an aliveness, a fullness of attention that is unhindered by the conditions of your personal, historical, constructed self. <clears throat> And that is always here. Always. Whether you're aware of it or not. I mean, it might be that you're not aware of it a lot. That does not mean it is not here. It's just not in consciousness, that's all. So all the practices and all the approaches and even coming here and resonating in a field of presence or tuning into a certain vibrational field. is simply a reflection of where you really are always and what's really happening everywhere simultaneously through the whole universe. And when you're 
tuned into that or plugged into that, it's beautiful. You'll know it. You know it. Just don't think about it. That's the problem. Right? It actually cuts you off from it. <clears throat> Remember, exit thinking mind. Just have a gentle, quiet, soft, little guiding voice that brings you back right here. Where you can just be receptive, available, Receptive is so important. Men may feel vulnerable, unsafe. That's a good sign. Just means you're opening. You're not as defended. That's all. And if something's coming out, some grief, tears, trauma from the past. Then there's healing going on. Good. That's good. See? Just let it happen. Don't think about it. Trust that you know nothing. It's so much easier that way. So much easier. That's why the Zen teaching is drop body and mind. Hmm. Let me think about that. I'll give that some thought. I'll consider it. What? You're already awake. You're already enlightened. You're already free. You just may not know it. That's all. And knowing it isn't, you know, a gold medal that you pin on your ego. <laughs> a flashing neon gold pin. I'm enlightened. I'm enlightened. <laughs> Look, Mom. Look, Mom. No, you're just out sweeping, cleaning, and nothing's happening. You're not accomplishing anything anymore. Amazingly, things are getting accomplished. How's that possible? You're just here, and things keep happening. Life becomes more and more amazing and miraculous, even 
in the most simple mundane activities of your day. Now, how is that? That sounds interesting, doesn't it? So you can practice what we used to call meditation and action all the time, or whenever you feel like it. What does that mean? It means that you can become fully present Even if you're an attorney in a courtroom with high mental functioning happening, you can still be fully present. Even if you're a concert violinist playing in front of 3,000 people. Even if you're just taking out the garbage, cleaning the kitchen, Even if you're just here right now listening, you could become completely free right now. What's stopping you? Nothing. Nothing. Just a thought. Called me. The I thought. That's the only thing stopping. Drop the I. And then when we look at each other, we are completely connected. Have you noticed that? Isn't that far out? But you might notice that there's something going mm, 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 too close, too much. What do you want? Get away from me. <laughs> Isn't it fun to see your projections? More like a horror film. <laughs> I like that. The horror film of our projections. <laughs> we should call the talk that, and I think that'd be a good one. <laughs> People like horror films. Some do. I mean, some hate them, of course. I always was attracted to them when I was a kid because they loved getting scared. I don't know why. It was really fun to all of a sudden scream in a movie theater. <laughs> the first time that happened, I actually jumped up and grabbed the person next to me. What was the name of that movie? Um, Alan Arkin. Oh, man, that was great. Wait Until Dark. Oh, my God, that was scary. You had to see it in a dark theater. Everybody jumped up and screamed. <laughs> and it was just the timing, you know? It was just, oh my God. <laughs> Wasn't it Audrey Hepburn or something? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
even when I saw it again, I told a friend of mine that it was really, and that I still screamed because <laughs> I didn't know when it was going to happen. <laughs> that was fun. The thrill of letting go. See? So we fear it, and yet it's a thrill. That's the funny thing. The people are terrified of letting go, and then there's ecstasy. Right? So you become lovers of the ecstatic, mystics. That's why there's so much interest in psychedelics and all of that, of course. Altered states and extraordinary. It's all us. Just areas that we often have a hard time accessing on our own. So we get help if we need it. And coming here is a kind of help. Oh my God. Am I going to talk the whole time? <laughs> Look at the time. On the um, in, in the psychodynamic um, system of the Enneagram, <clears throat> my ego structure is a two, which is the helper. And I guess I just want to try to be helpful, just kind of how I am. So I hope it was helpful. Plus, I'll miss you because I'm going to Molokai. I'll be gone for a while. Some of us are going here. Let's sit for a minute and then we'll, I'll open it up for dialogue, okay? Okay, if you'd like to come up, you have a question or would like to sit together, just please raise your hand and I'll look around and see who's interested in coming up. Gary, come on up. There's a way that you give it attention, that it moves everywhere, especially through the body. And that's what we learn. We learn how to pay attention to what's happening, more and more subtle levels. Mm -hmm. Pretty amazing. It's infinite. It is literally infinite. And we're, in a way, we're participating in it without being in the way at all, without any ego in it. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I can tell. It's really what it means, let it happen. 
let go, all those surround, all that stuff, they're all pointing to this. That's it. And then we have the, the intimacy of connectedness, which is so oh, wonderful and nourishing and fulfilling and enjoyable. Hmm. You know? yeah. And our hearts open up. It's like a kitty licking up cream. Yeah. Little tongue, you know? <laughs> See little kitties? <laughs> they have a little tongue. <laughs> Good. Thank you. That's why I'm here. For this. Is directing it. Okay, that's okay. Every that's normal. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we learn is how we're doing it. That's why the first thing I mentioned tonight was expecting, anticipating, which is a kind of pushing, wanting, which on in many ways is a perfectly fine, normal thing. Mm-hmm also is in the way. At this level, it's in the way. But there's a kind of intelligent learning process that, how can I say, knows the direction, goes with it, but is not pushing or wanting. It's, it sounds, on a relative level, it's, it's contradictory and it cannot really be explained on a relative level. It can only be understood when it's happening. Mm. Okay? You get what I'm saying, right? Sure. That's not ego, and that's not the doing, that's not all that kind of in-the-way stuff. Then you're really in alignment with the guiding force. Totally. (laughs) That's what I mean by learning. Learning is every moment that we align with it, that's learning. In every way that we do, in every context of our life that we do, and that's learning. And that happens to the end of life and beyond, obviously. Mm. The end of this life, I mean. Mm. Good to see you. Okay. Ben, come on up. You brought up being a two, and I'm also two. Um, and I've become becoming really familiar or aware of this pattern that was around that, I guess, um, that's a lot of opening when coming into contact with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, um, it's really, it's very conditional. It's asking for something. It will, it's trying to help, but really it's asking for something. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Um, and then I'll find that like I'll be spending time alone and it's just can feel like so stuck here. Um, mm. that it's like, I'm not 
it's like it's trying to ring out just enough to be able to breathe and feel good. Like uh, I'm cut off from that which is like love and mm-hmm. life. Yeah, the hardest thing for a two is to receive, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. <laughs> but that's important to know. Yeah. It's important to know because, you know, it, we're not obviously just our conditioned psychodynamic patterns. We're much, much more than that. See, now there's opening. You feel that? Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. something, yeah, there's something about for it in that dynamic of learning to receive that is what giving is mm-hmm. deeply. And when you move to that level, then you're free of being the helper and yet mm-hmm. help is happening. Yeah. It's uh, it's like I have no idea how to do that. You, this is so no, funny. you don't. <laughs> No, you don't. And the other part of that is that you'll experience mm-hmm. love yeah. for the first time mm-hmm. in a way that you never have. Yeah. But you'll know it. I'm not saying that and that it, that happens. I'm aware that it does it. happen. But then, like, on a thought, I have no idea how to do it. Of course not. Good. <laughs> but you're sensitive. Yeah. And that's really a gift. That's important. And anyone who can, anyone can become more sensitive mm-hmm. if they want to, can learn. And it's important to be sensitive. Now you're very present right now. Yeah. To merge with the other is your nature, but to not lose yourself is the practice. When I say not lose yourself, I don't mean your ego identified self. Mm-hmm. That's it. See, now you can you see that? Did you feel the difference there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Beautiful. See, that's. I think where it starts to get sort of, you know, too too wrapped up in understanding the conditioning is feeling that there's like layers of grief that I know need to express themselves. And then, you know, how to do that becomes, well, that's very punishing sort of narrative. Punishing? Like, like it's like, Oh, I'm doing something wrong because I'm not expressing Mm. the grief that I know is there. And that's well, this, this is an area where you can explore mm-hmm. different ways that work mm-hmm. for you, yeah. which may change over time. Different ways to facilitate the natural release of that of those emotional energies that may be held mm-hmm. in your nervous system. You know, so that's yeah. I think it's even like. A story, I mean, it's very tied in with a deep longing that, like, I can't, I can't do this for myself. I can't come up, like, even on the level of, like, 
oh, what practice should I do? It's like I feel the desire just is just something to like come in and keep me from being able to just run away from it more because it's just so. It's just so habitual. Your honesty is what's important. And being with you, it's very clear that you are being guided. Even if you lose awareness of that. Mm -hmm. See? <laughs> the truth is self-evident. And it's something that you're available, you are available to and have access to. Not all the time. Nobody does. Mm -hmm. All the time, usually. But the honesty of your fear is important to express. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The fact that you're aware of that means you're not going to lose your way. Mm -hmm. You'll feel like it, maybe. But, mm -hmm. it won't be, but that's just part of the learning. Learning mm -hmm. is painful. Sometimes learning is the pain of a being in a, being in a dark tunnel and feeling hopeless. Yeah. It doesn't help while you're in the dark tunnel, but it helps when you're not, I guess. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear it too. I said, I guess it doesn't really help when you're in the dark tunnel, but when you're not, it can feel... Oh, it, well, yeah, it, it certainly... The struggle is very much a part of liberation. Yeah. Always. There wouldn't be freedom without struggle. Hmm. Just wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks for coming up. We all need comic relief. I was just thinking that. It's so funny you bring it up. I was thinking, I'm not very funny tonight. I was going to. It's really losing something. This is not good. <laughs> no, you're you're always pretty funny. I mean, I, I was going to talk about mind stuff. A sure. Bit. Oh, good, good. <laughs> we need a little distraction. <laughs> it's too much focus, too much presence. Specifically, um, third person self. Say more. Um... I find that I'm mostly third person, Kevin. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> um, when I think about my experience. It's like you're distant from yeah. yourself. You're over there somewhere. Well, I don't know if it's the self watcher or. Oh, okay. Meta. Yeah, I'm real meta. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Sometimes it's useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If it's the only option. That's not fun. Yeah. Kind of dry. Mm. How does it feel? To be meta. <laughs> Metaphysics. It's detached. 
maybe you're talking about being in a mental world and maybe what you're really saying is I want to be, I want to feel, I want to sense, I want to be fully embodied and not just in thinking. Now, now you're opening. You feel that? Mm-hmm. That's it. So forget, so even first person's in the way. Right. It's funny, we were just talking about first, second, and third person, and I didn't understand it. Because uh, it's, yeah, I mean. I, st- I don't know what second person is, I forget. You. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right? Okay. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Yay, I get an A. <laughs> I'm learning, mommy. So, <clears throat> whether you're first, second, or third, or all three, um, come back here. That's it. See, now you're here. Now you're open, connected. You know that, right? I feel it. Still afraid, but that's okay. Oh. And what's wrong with the fear? It's just a condition. Do you not like it? Mm, I'd rather not be. That's what you want to be aware of. Not the thought, the feeling, I'd rather not be. That's the only thing in the way right now. So bring attention to that thought or literally that contraction you see what I'm saying not the fear but the I'd rather not be afraid yeah fear is just fire it's just vibration whatever it's just a it's just an uncomfortable feeling but it's a movement the not wanting it stops it and stopping it turns it into an identity I see that doesn't move that's suffering Get it? Simple. But not... <laughs> Tricky. <laughs> it's, you got a free solo, this one. Right. No ropes. Where can I see that? Yeah. Is it on Netflix? iTunes. Hmm? It's, well, it's a movie yeah, you can rent or buy. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a National Geographic documentary. I bought it so I could watch it again. Cool. Only ten bucks or something to buy it. Right. Whatever. Yeah. So keep coming back to this, Kevin. And then notice what doesn't want to feel the fear. That's all. Mm. It's tricky. There. So now your heart's opening deeper. There's a deeper intimacy, a deeper vulnerability that you're accessing now. Can you tell? Let it come up. Let it come up. Let it come up. That's it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful.
that's it. That's it. Just fear. That's all. It's just, it's just a river. Just the rain. Just tears. Whatever. Sure. Healthy. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It's circulation. It's just healthy circulation. That's all. (sighs) (sighs) Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. And now when you go back. Oh, you have to stop. When you go back to your chair, just let that integrate. Let that, let that just, you you know, when we release like that, there's just so much more space that gets opened up. Then be here for that and just dig it. Okay? For sure. Yeah. Thanks for coming up. Yeah. Okay. Now we're out of time for questions tonight. <clears throat> Sorry if you didn't get a chance to come up. But we do have an online song this Friday. I don't know if you'll be available, Denim. What time is it? 11? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah, I think it's, it's designed for a lot of European people, but if you're around and available, it's another one more happening this week. Anyway. How beautiful to connect with you right now. To feel that. To sense that. That is so wonderful. See, learning is happening. It really is. We have to be patient and not and have an open mind because our mind really, really freaks out. Just totally freaks out. Doesn't it? Just just wants to figure it out and grab hold and change it, whatever. Something. Yeah, you let go of it. You'll eventually let go of that one. Doesn't work. The mind can't figure it out. Okay, so let's sit a minute or two and I'll have some more things to share, okay? The simplicity of the way is beyond the mind's ability to understand. But your body knows and your heart knows. And those are the gateway and the breath are gateways to being fully present. So gently guide your attention back here, now. And allow letting go 
an opening to happen. I'm always in awe of the sort of miracle of discovery that we allow to come forth here. And I think that's the real beauty of the, of the path is that those moments of discovery, those moments of insight, those transformative moments, those moments of profound intimacy or even pr profound catharsis where letting go happens physically, emotionally, in different ways. So I really, really appreciate your extraordinary listening and really being available in this space because it's not for everybody. It's a fairly amplified, can be a fairly amplified field of energy and presence and it takes uh, readiness and courage to really be willing to be here for yourself. And I just, so I'm so grateful to see you and be with you and spend this really precious, sacred time together. Take great care of yourself. Um, lots of love and happy trails. Look forward to seeing you soon. Bye.